Welcome to another episode of Life and Health Matters with Dr. Shakib, and this is your host, Momak Shakib. In this episode of the podcast, I'll be talking about this COVID vaccine, not if you should take it or if you shouldn't get it, if it's a political um, thing or not. It's really not about that. It has to do with some of the claims that people make and how far they go. And it's just basically to alert you to be smarter than what you read or what you hear. We all have um, ability to judge and hopefully recognize any scams or any ulterior motives for whatever reason we have. And I just had to do this episode because it's just gone too far. At any rate, just listen to it, be be open-minded, be alert and see how far a discussion can go. We're not looking at what's right in front of us, but what's ahead of us. If you have any questions, comments, or suggestions, please forward them to me via email drspodcastshow at gmail.com. And don't forget to rate and subscribe to the show. So with no further ado, here is the actual episode. Okay, so now one of the things that's happening with this COVID vaccine, as if we know all about the vaccination, now we're going to the next step, which is the claims as to if vaccination versus no vaccine. In other words, people who are vaccinated and the ones who have refused vaccination. If that's actually going to put a cost on the taxpayers if people don't get vaccinated. So this is not about should you get vaccinated or should you not. If it's scientific, if it's not, if it was some kind of a man-made virus or not, not about China and the rest of the world. This is not about anything other than now that apparently we have come up with a vaccination and we're calling it vaccine, but then they call that gene therapy on the other side. So Even though that's still a discussion and a dispute, now they're going to one step further and making claims that people who are vaccinated versus not vaccinated, what's the economic cost of that is. So Edward Dovere is a staff writer for The Atlantic and is a political commentary writer. So in his April 10th, 2021, less than a month ago, he writes, unvaccinated individuals will have higher health care costs and the vaccinated will have to foot the bill, either through taxes or insurance premiums. Now we're talking here as if you know, we, people who are vaccinated versus unvaccinated, it's a matter of, oh, have, have respect, have, you know, this is before actually with the mask, have respect for the ones 
who um, have uh, family members who are more compromised, wear a mask, then it became, well, have the vaccination because you want to protect the other parties. Um, then it's turned into um, people who are vaccinated are actually, um, if they get it, they can be carrier, but if they are um, if they get the actual vaccine uh, virus, they will not be having as severe of symptoms. Uh, so then the groups that are vaccinated are saying to the unvaccinated, hey, um, you are a carrier as if they're not a carrier. The ones who are not vaccinated are saying, well, what's your problem if I'm going to get um, more severe symptoms and I end up dying, then what's your problem? That's a decision I make. So this Master Devere must be addressing that argument because now he's saying, hey, it's not about you dying. And this is my interpretation, by the way. But it sounds like he's he's going about that part of the discussion or argument and saying, hey, you're costing the taxpayer more money or the insurance premiums are going to go up because of the fact that you're not vaccinated, you're going to get more severe um, COVID symptoms and that's going to cost us, the vaccinated, money. But in this episode, you will see some of the statistics the problem I have with this argument is, my gosh, whatever happened to choices that we make? This whole vaccine concept, not just COVID, but this has been a, a, a um, controversial subject to begin with. Instead of California, about, um, I would have to say, maybe five years ago, uh, they took away the uh, freedom to vaccinate or not to vaccinate. And now everyone's a mandatory vaccination. So we're not going to talk about that. But that was taken away. Now they're talking about this. And the fact that we're arguing about these things is just very much bothersome to me. As of, listen to this statistic. As of April 1, 2021... So we're talking about a month ago. VAERS, which stands for Vaccine Adverse Event Reporting System, had received 56,869 adverse events following COVID-19 vaccination, including 7,971 serious injuries and 2,342 deaths. By April 13th, they updated that the death toll was 3,005. As of April 15, 2021, 5,800 Americans who had been fully vaccinated against COVID-19 had been diagnosed with COVID-19 post-vaccination. 7% required hospitalization, that was 396 people, and 74 died. Bear in mind, not everyone is vaccinated in this country. How is it that we don't hear about it? That's the part I have a problem with. Why is it that our media don't, I mean, <laughs> I, 
I hope we all can agree that depending on who you listen to, the statistics change. So I hope we're not relying on the media to tell us the truth. Vaccine makers have acknowledged that the mRNA injections are not designed to actually make you immune to SARS-CoV-2. That's the whole point. It's not an immunity like you're all covered, but symptoms maybe um, are going to be lessened. You can still contract the virus and spread it to others. What the shots may do is lessen your symptoms if and when you get infected with SARS-CoV-19. So of course, people can still get sick as they did before. Some will require hospitalization. Some will die just like they did before the vaccine. This is a fact. Everyone, every disease that's out there, some people will have no reaction to it. Some people will die from it. That's a given fact. So this Mr. Devere needs to get his facts straight instead of the problem is he's a political commentary writer. And, you know, these people with the power to write can influence the mass. We have to be very careful how we report the news. It's just garbage the way it's being done. So the question of whether vaccinated individuals end up being more susceptible to variants of the virus than unvaccinated individuals is the question. Preliminary research found that people who had received both doses of Pfizer COVID-19 vaccine were eight times more susceptible to contracting the South African variant of SARS-CoV called B1351. 5.4% compared to 0.7%. How is it that we don't hear about it? How is it that Mr. Dovier forgot about paying attention to that is a question to ask. So if vaccinated people are more susceptible to more dangerous variants, like that B1351, why should we assume that unvaccinated people would have higher healthcare costs? Variants are popping up all over the place. Look at India, for example. Hundreds of thousands of people. Well, I should say hundreds of thousands. I, I can't remember the exact, but something ridiculous. Over 100,000 for sure per day, per day, dying there. So... These variants, of course, you know, the claim is, well, people in India are not vaccinated, uh, but these variants, they're showing. This is not my opinion. This is not Mr. Dovier's opinion. These are facts that they are, I mean, 5.4% compared to 0.7% vaccinated versus unvaccinated and um, overreact and more susceptible to get this South African variant. To determine what's the best for public health, we need to do the benefit and cost analysis of not vaccinating and relying on naturally occurring immunity in combination with immune boosting strategies like improving vitamin D levels across the entire population, for example. 
If we're making claims, we need to have two sides. Just making just random claims, getting these statements out of the back pocket is just downright stupid and people should not do it. And we as consumers of this media, consumers, the listeners, should be smarter than what they wish for us to be. Who's they? That's for you to decide. To truly assess, we need to have two sides. The so-called scientific assessments should not be applicable to only one side. The same argument goes for anything and not just the vaccine. It seems that people who've decided against the vaccine are, there are two kinds. At a low, they think they are at a low risk category, or they're health conscious people who feel confident that they can prevent and or uh, treat COVID-19. So that's that. Of course, there are people who are not vaccinated and that are saying, well, you know, they're going to do all this, uh, I don't know, genetic tracing and, you know, doing all the conspiracy theory stuff. Is it true or not? That's beside the point. That's for you to decide. It seems to be far-fetched, but there's a lot of stuff that we would have never imagined and the whistleblowers have told us otherwise. Mr. Dovir goes on to say, two appeals seem to work best. First, the vaccines are safe and they are more effective than the flu vaccine. I guess Mr. Dovir is the authority in the field. Second, you, you deserve this, and getting vaccinated will help preserve your liberty and encourage the government to lift restrictions. <laughs> it's fair to say Mr. DeVere is a big fan of vaccination. So uh, the liberty, is this the, is this the uh, preserve your liberty? I mean, are we using the words I remember with the whole... Um, anti-mask people they were saying I want my liberty so <laughs> I guess the 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 switch is um, the the side is switched should we really take this argument and go beyond all these other conditions and diseases that we have if it's determined that unvaccinated individuals need to be penalized socially, financially, or otherwise, then how can we not also penalize other choices that significantly add to the COVID-19 burden? You know, like vitamin D deficiency significantly raises your risk of COVID-19. In one analysis, 82.2% of COVID-19 patients were vitamin D deficient. Another major COVID-19 factor is obesity. As reported by CNN March 5, 2021, the COVID-19 death rates were more than 10 times higher in countries where more than half the adult population was overweight compared to countries in which obesity rate was below 50%. The lowest end of obesity is in Vietnam, where obesity rate is 18.3% and COVID-19 death rate is 0.04 per 100,000. 
Toward the high end is U.S. with obesity rate of 67.9% and the COVID death rate of 152.49 per 100,000. Bear in mind, <laughs> I want, this is my own personal testament to the, to the fact that someone I knew was on a decline health-wise was already going down close to the end of her adventure on this planet, was alerted that the nurses in the facility, four of them had COVID-19, got tested, not because there were, she was symptomatic, but got tested and was positive for COVID-19, this patient. And she was already declined. This is before COVID was even COVID and ended up passing away. The cause of death on her death certificate said COVID-19. She didn't die of COVID-19. She died with COVID-19. So we already know the numbers are not accurate. But keep this in mind in these statistics. This information is out there. We can decide what we want to believe, but please be fair in assessing what is presented to you before you make a decision or claim. According to the World Obesity Federation report, obesity was the second most important risk factor for hospitalization and death from COVID-19, with old age being the primary risk factor. Joanna Ralston, CEO of the World Obesity Federation, states old age is unavoidable, but the conditions that contribute to overweight and obesity can be highly avoidable if governments step up and we all join forces to reduce the impact of this disease. The failure to address the root causes of obesity over many decades is clearly responsible for hundreds of thousands of preventable deaths. Lead author of the report, Dr. Tim Lopstein, added, Governments have been negligent and ignored the economic value of a healthy population at their peril. For the last decade, they have failed to tackle obesity despite setting, setting themselves targets at United Nations meetings. COVID-19 is only the latest infection exacerbated by weight loss, but the warning signs were there. We have seen it in the past with MERS, H1N1, and other respiratory diseases. The World Health Organization Director General in one report stated, quote, must act as a wake-up call to governments globally as the correlation between obesity and mortality rate from COVID-19 is clear and compelling. So should we now go after um, obese people? and diabetic people, and all these other diseases that lead to hospitalization and death, extreme medical costs. Obese individuals' risk of hospitalization due to COVID-19 is anywhere from 40 
to 113% greater, and their chances of requiring intensive care is 74% higher than that of their non-obese peers. What do we need to do about people who just refuse to get their vitamin D levels up and end up taking up the big share of hospital beds as a result of that? Should we go after the... um, um, US, go after USDA for providing and allowing our food to be delicious because there's scientists whose job is to flavor them so it tastes good, but it's garbage packed with chemicals. It's leading to obesity of the country. Should we go after them? Why haven't we gone after them, Mr. Devere? That's my thought on this. I think it's important to realize that COVID-19 vaccine campaign is less about protecting public health and more about creating a division, a psychological climate, implementing who knows what. It's just ridiculous. Now they're pushing the vaccine for children whose risk of getting COVID-19 is profoundly minuscule. The highest number of death in children is from auto accidents. Then it's firearm. Then it's cancer. Then suffocation. Then drowning. Then drug overuse, overdose or poisoning, congenital anomalies, then heart disease, then fire or burns, and then chronic lower respiration. These are the facts. I just... (sighs) When we present a statement, when we, as the citizens of this society are presented with statements. And then these statements either make sense or we just reject them right away. We need to be fair judges of both sides. When claims are made and not exploring what the other side is, When we as consumers or as the citizens of this society are treated like we are invalids, we have no brain, and we're so easily manipulated, I have a problem with that. We need to use our own judgment and not regurgitate what is presented to us. Perhaps it's best to, once we have an opinion, instead of looking to see who else has our opinion, try to see what the opposite side says and explore how they've come up with that claim. I think if we do, if you, we do this across the board, then we will not be so easily manipulated about COVID, about vaccine, about mask, about anything. Since COVID-19 is a hot topic, 
And since so many people are vaccinated and they're acting as if they're cured, I have a problem with that. We need to be smarter. We need to stop contributing to the division and polarity of the society. We had that in our political uh, elections. This country, as far as I have lived in this country, I've never seen it so divided, and it just seems like it's carried over beyond presidency. Let's come together. Let's not contribute to these people who have ulterior motives, whoever they are, whatever those motives are, not to have a chance because we're not doing our part in making smarter decisions for ourselves. Stop blaming the other people for what's happening to you. That is the purpose of this episode of the podcast. Thank you once again for listening. If you have any questions, comments, or suggestions, please forward them to me via email, drspodcastshow at gmail.com. And until next time, take care.